This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 66. Each day from my office, I get to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe, and I want to share them with you. Some of my students have really caught my eye. Some of you have done all you can to learn how to cure those around you using homeopathic medicines, and your successes inspire me. They're glorious and powerful, and I can't keep these successes a secret any longer. So, with help from my roving reporters, we bring you a mini podcast series that I call Moms with Moxie, and sometimes we even interview dads with audacity. See how regular mothers and others, average people who want to cure those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous with homeopathy. Welcome Rose to the podcast. Rose has some amazing experiences to share with us about how she's used homeopathy very successfully with her family. So welcome Rose to the podcast. Thanks Kate. I'm glad to uh, be able to just kind of share what I've gone through in my journey. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of incredible success stories with homeopathy. So I'm looking forward to hearing them. Let's start off first by getting a little sense for who you are, maybe where you live and and your family, things like that. Okay, so we have five boys and we've been homeschooling them for about 10, 12 years now. So I've been on a quest really since my oldest was born for health because he had a lot of issues, uh, medically, anaphylaxis and things like that. And so I've been into natural things and it was about the spring or summer of 2016 when um, a friend of mine locally said, hey Rose, I found something because we were doing essential oils at the time and she knew I'd been on doing different diets and stuff for our kids. And she said, I found something even better. And she had actually found Joette first. Okay. So she's the one that got you pointed in the direction of homeopathy. And had you ever heard of homeopathy before that? No, and I just thought it was the generic term for home remedies, right? So <laughs> no, I had not heard of it. And of all the digging I'd been doing over almost 20 years, I couldn't believe that I'd never stumbled upon it before. I know. This is such a common story that I hear over and over again that they've tried all different things, healing with food, with oils and herbs. And then why is it that we have to find homeopathy last? I don't know. I just wish that uh, I would have, and I believe I had to be on the journey I was to appreciate where we're at now, Mm -hmm. but I would have certainly taken the help 20 years ago. (laughs) Right. I know. Oh, well, we're going to teach our kids. (laughs) That's right. Well, it's great because I've got little ones yet and they are learning very quickly on what to take. So that's fun. Yes. Okay. So why don't you give us a little bit of information about the courses that you've taken or how have you come to learn more about homeopathy? Sure. So this friend of mine said, I want you to take a look at this. And she said there's, she was doing the cell salts at the time, but we started together with about three other ladies meeting every other week over that summer in the first Gateway One course. And I was hooked. And by that fall, I remember starting September 1st and I was going to fix my thyroid. I was going to fix every single person in my house and get better and be done with the way we were living. So I started with that class. And then the very next one I took, because I knew we had gut issues, I went right into good gut, bad gut. 
And as soon as that one was taken care of and went in, I chomped at the bit and I went that next spring and uh, took allergic because the boy that homeopathy helped the most took the allergic class with me. He took the cell salt class with me. Um, I did the antibiotic class on my own. And then I've also, I've just found other things to just continue overall learning. Just, I think it's supportive. Okay. So I think some of the listeners may want to know, how did you get your son to take the class with you? Okay. So this was the trick. Um, we homeschool and he wasn't doing very well in advanced biology at home with me. <laughs> okay. I didn't like it either. And I said, tell you what, we did one semester of the book. And I said, if you listen to these courses with me online, and if you can start memorizing protocols and learning how remedies work and all that, we will call this advanced biology. You know, we did supplemental things. It wasn't just the book and then just listening to Joette. We did other things as well. But ultimately, that's what learning is about. I mean, schooling and learning is knowing how to take care of yourself. So that was totally advanced biology because how did these remedies work and how did we get to where we're at? So he took that and to fulfill the rest of the semester requirement, we did the cell salt class too. Oh, nice. That's wonderful. I also have incorporated that into schooling. And I think that has been a key. So I love that tip. Thank you for sharing. Well, he much would rather listen to Joette than read the dry textbook. So <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Joette's easy to listen to for sure. Yes. yes. Okay. So you've taken the courses, you've done the gateway one, or have you done gateway two? I have not done Gateway 2. I just haven't made it a priority yet, but I hope okay. to get that scheduled as well. All right. So I'm anxious to hear more about how you've used homeopathy with your family because you have some pretty exciting things to share. So go ahead and tell us about your son. Okay. So actually the son that was doing this schooling with me and learning homeopathy, he had a vested interest. He was in sports and in football and all the sports he was in, they would be traveling on buses. And you just can't really take, you know, salad with all these other football players on a school bus. And he was, you know, kind of teased. He was well-respected on the team, but he was teased because of his sad little diet. And he had to just be so careful. He had so many issues. If he ate something wrong, he would just get so sick every time, and it was never worth it. But he so wanted to be a teenager, a normal teenager. Mm -hmm. So starting homeopathy that fall, after I took my intro course, we stayed on the diet, but we started on Bobista, for example, and some of the gut protocols for healing up the gut. And um, it took from September of that fall until March of the next spring. And I decided after hearing Joette once say, how do you know if you can tolerate anymore without trying it? And we decided to go for it. We, after six months of being on some gut healing protocols, we tried real pizza outside of the house. It was full of gluten, full of dairy, full of I'm just going to say junk. And we all survived. And <laughs> wow, it turned my husband's head who said, whoa, you're ordering pizza? <laughs> After years of not. Yeah. And so my son was his head turned. He's like, okay, mom, I didn't really get too sick. Now, again, we still were dealing with the acne and some other issues. But the fact that he didn't have significant issues after eating it that he would have had six months prior. It was miraculous. Wow. Yeah, that is life changing. I want to step back just a minute. And when you say we're taking the protocols for gut issues, what you're saying is that those gut issues really manifested themselves in the forms of food allergies. Is yes, that, he wasn't that anaphylactic, but yes, he was definitely sensitive. So he had food intolerances such that we needed to address. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was affecting his life. 
totally affecting his life. And so our goal was to be able to eat college food on a college campus. That was our goal. And I just launched him this past fall on a college campus and he's eating their food. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the food he's eating, but he's (laughs) able to eat and live a college life. Wow. And so that, you know, I sometimes let him know, I hang it over his head. I said, you know, you wouldn't have been able to do this had we not done homeopathy. And he said, I know, mom. (laughs) And in fact, you sent him to college with something. He took a kit, kind of a prep kit to have, because he was two hours away from me. And I have another son in college that's only 40 minutes away. So if he needs something, I can get to him fast, but I can't get two hours fast. Mm. Well, he took a kit, but we did have to be very specific. Um, It had to look more like a pencil case. So if anyone saw it, they would just think (laughs) it's a pencil case. Oh my gosh. Uh, And it's black, so it's masculine and he keeps it in his drawer. Okay. I had made a little cheat sheet of note cards of what he has and what they're used for if he needs anything. Okay. So how did you make that cheat sheet? Just you wrote it on a piece of paper? Did you like laminate some cards or? I just took index cards and wrote them in ink and just tucked them right in there and told him what he had. And, you know, I tried to walk him through it, but, you know, he was a boy, college kid, thinking about heading off. He could care less what was in the kit, but he knew that if he needed to look something up, it was laid out for him. And he's been able to navigate this on his own. Yay. Yes. Um, now, when we were talking earlier, you told me that you didn't see the changes right away, that it did take some time. So just talk a little bit about that and tell me, how did you know when to try pizza? Um, well, we weren't actually seeing any change after the eight weeks. I hadn't seen any difference and neither had he per se, but I was so new at it too. Uh, but the reason why we decided to go for it I thought, well, we know what could happen. We just need to stay close to home, you know, if we eat pizza and play it out over the next day or so. But after hearing Joette, one of the courses, I can't remember which one, I want to say good gut, bad gut. She had said, you just need to try it and you shouldn't have to stay living restricted life. And I thought, well, six months has been long enough. So I gave it a shot. All right. So I know you have some other things to share as well. Yes. So at the same time I started him on healing his gut and helping him eat some different foods again, I started working on my thyroid as well as my gut issues because I knew I was now sensitive to dairy and gluten as well. So it wasn't just my kids that had trouble with the foods, it was myself. And I knew gluten was a problem and my thyroid was a problem. And sometimes, you know, they can be linked, I think. So I started working on my thyroid and I had been gluten intolerant. And so by March, when he had that pizza, I had some too. And I didn't notice any major effects. And I thought, okay, we're onto something for me as well. And that spring when we started the gluten and dairy again, I had decided that I'd been on the protocols long enough for my thyroid that I was willing to start shifting down off of my thyroid medication. So again, at about the six month mark, that's when I had started weaning myself off of my thyroid medication very slowly and just seeing, okay, my symptomatic going down and I continued to be able to wean myself off. And that took about nine months then. And I was able to get off all of my thyroid medications. Yay. Uh, Yay. Yes. Very yay. But I still needed to go longer. I wasn't completely done yet but I was definitely seeing improvements. So I just kept going and looking for my markers. All right. So are you still taking those protocols for your thyroid? No, I'm pretty much now just kind of in a maintenance zone of acutes that come up, things like that. I'm eating gluten. I don't eat it every day just because I've tried to kind of follow more of a Weston A. Price diet loosely. But I, if I want to go to a restaurant, we go to a restaurant. Mm, nice. 
Yes, it is. Sounds like your lives had a lot of restrictions before and now you have so much more freedom. I was spending my days preparing so much of the food to work around eating traditional foods, or not traditional, but more like, uh, how do I say it, today's standard foods. I didn't want to eat like that anyway, but there are conveniences to be able to just whip up something quickly. Mm-hmm. Or and when you go to a family event or a birthday party. Yes, um, that's what's really freed me up because I was taking an entire meal for all seven of us to any family event and my boys hated it. And we were taking a big cooler just to eat at a family event and they couldn't eat what their cousins were eating. And the first time we showed up to an event without a cooler, we turned heads. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> what did you do? And I started telling them, but then they just like shut down. They really didn't want to know that I had done something different. Then it was almost misbelief, like, well, maybe you guys were never sick to begin with. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, so you're healing, your family members are healing. What other stories would you like to share with us? Well, something funny about the same son is that all of his brothers didn't like it, that he never had to wash the egg pan because every time he did, he would hive up. And they're like, he's getting out of work, mom. But, you know, it was visible he would have a rash or hives from washing the egg pan. And this boy then now, two days ago, I made him eggs for breakfast. So that's nothing short of miraculous um, as far as I'm concerned. And so that was a pretty cool addition to him. And his brothers were happy too. <laughs> that's all they cared about. Uh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Again, this same boy, we just had so much healing. He had mold issues, chemical sensitivities issues. Uh, he couldn't tolerate hairsprays or gels from even me in the house. And I was not wearing high perfume things. And now he's wearing his own commercial gel in his hair. So he went from not smelling mine to putting it directly on his body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, he would come home from basketball on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, just coughing and coughing and hacking and nagging. And I figured out, oh my gosh, that's Ipecac, nag and gag. And I would give him that one or two times as soon as he got home from basketball. So there's something about the gym that he was going in. And after three Sundays of this happening, we were done. He would come home pretty much symptom-free. We didn't need any more Ipecac. Did you use Ipecac 30 or 200? Ipecac 30. And you know, the first night he needed it three times. The second week, I probably need another two or three times. And by the third week, it was like, uh, do we even give it? Let's see how he does. I never at first initially thought it was nagging and gagging. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, that is. So mm. my perception was off a little bit on what a nag and a gag was. But as soon as I gave it, you could clearly see his symptoms diminishing. Wow. This kid has really had yeah. some major successes with yes. homeopathy. Well, and I just think priming him with a good diet prior to that mm -hmm. helped him got him a certain point and then homeopathy kind of cleared everything else the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, and he's also had wisdom teeth under my care. And from the time he came home from the oral surgery, we did only homeopathy for his recovery. And so that was huge success as well that we managed it all, all of his pain, his recovery completely with homeopathy. Wow. Good for you. I have a question that I wanted to ask you. How did you learn what protocols to use for your son who had all these allergies? Sure. So Joette's blogs and the student forum on Facebook was invaluable. And then there's a couple friends that I met that are from the same state as me. And uh, she in particular had helped me in the middle of the night or whatever. Just I kept digging and digging and kept asking and kept trying to ask a different way. I wasn't giving up. I reached out to a lot of different people and everyone on Joette's students were just so helpful. And if they couldn't help, they said, well, I'll see if someone else does or try this. 
And so that the forums, the blogs, and the classes, and I had to re-listen to Good Gut, Bad Gut. I had to re-listen to Allergic. I didn't get it the first time. I just couldn't absorb it all at once. So as far as a student in learning, um, you can't stop. You just have to keep going. And you hear it once, and you might need to hear it again, and it clicks something else because new symptoms have arrived or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's even just words of encouragement. If you're just starting out, just be patient with yourself um, and just don't give up. There's an answer. You just got to keep digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I like to say too. There is an answer. Just keep searching for it. Yes, yes, yeah. I agree. Some other just quick successes. We've had bedwetting success. When I know somebody personally has gotten off their antidepressants. We've had um, the eczema clear up, the acne clear up. Um, you know, bumps, bruises, that kind of normal mom stuff. The more you use it, the better you get at it. And you've had injuries as well. Yes, we had one of the football player, again, um, got really hurt on the field. And um, we healed him up. Again, same boy. Homeopathy just really worked well with him. Uh, they told him he was going to be done for the season because of what happened to his shoulder. And they said, you're done. We got him back on the field two weeks sooner than the season over. And he, as a captain in his senior year, he got to play the last two games. Oh, that just gave me chills. Yeah. This sport meant everything to this boy. And he was a captain. In fact, he, I kept giving him Arnica on the field. He wouldn't go to the emergency room because of, he said, mom, I'm a captain of this team and I'm not leaving till my team leaves. And so we went to ER very late at night because he sat there and I kept popping Arnica to him, you know, nonchalantly on the field. And most boys don't let their mamas come down <laughs> on the field. And he did. Um, but he was healed two weeks sooner than the doctors had even imagined. Hmm. And again, that was all homeopathy. Okay, so I have to ask the question, did you use Arnica 200 or did you use a higher potency? On the field, I only had 200 with me, but after we got home and got him onto ER, it was we used 1M. And I believe I probably used Ruta as well, um, but I definitely was Arnica for the swelling and the pain. Okay, and you felt like that kept it under control? It's frequent dosing, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because he was in a lot of pain, but he's also strong and he handles pain pretty well too. Okay. People have different tolerance levels. Okay. Well, it sounds like you have really done miraculous things with homeopathy in your family. And um, I'm really thrilled that you could share that with us because I know that there's so many people who have these food intolerances and different issues and are trying to figure out what's the best way to learn these protocols. And so you've given us some great information and, and great tips. So anything else that you want to share with us as, as we depart? I don't think so. That has just been great. And it's been life changing. It has been a game changer for my family and we're moving forward and seeing how else we can improve our health. Well, thank you, Rose, for being with us today. Um, It's been a pleasure meeting you. Yes. Thanks so much, Kate. You just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com, where nationally certified homeopath, public speaker, and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit in your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.